Warning. Spoilers. Hello and welcome back to the JNZ Podcast. My name is Jace Van Ort. And I'm Zeth Makala. And today we'll be jumping right into things, talking about the brand new movie on Disney Plus, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We both just saw it today and we both have interesting reactions to it. I'll let Zeth start. What? How did you like the movie? Uh, I actually liked it quite good. I thought it for what it was, you know, it was a quick 55-minute kids' film. And I thought it did good. I could agree with that. I see where you're coming from. I I wasn't, like, a humongous fan. I thought it was pretty meh overall. Yeah. And it just, you know, I like how it follows the... It's pretty much beat by beat the entire first book. If you like the first book, you're going to like the movie to a certain extent. Because actually, actually, no, I, I didn't like the movie that much. But I did like the first book. Well, it probably isn't as good looking back. But I don't, I don't know. If, there was a couple times it made me laugh. But in general, But you didn't like it overall? It just felt very flat. The whole thing felt flat. And I guess mm. it doesn't help that I know I knew exactly where the story was going because I read the book as a kid. And there's just some, it didn't have the character as like the very first movie. And I, and having that perspective makes me kind of miss that. Those those movies though are in Disney Plus also if you want to watch them. Oh yeah, I see, I see what you mean there. I liked that uh, he was a little less of a jerk in this movie than he was in the prior movie. Oh, for sure. That part they definitely improved upon because, you know, he didn't realize it as a kid, but he really is a jerk in those books, you know. Yeah. Not to I, say he isn't in this movie because he is for like probably three quarters of it, but at least he has some kind of empathy. In the books, he had none, and he had some in the first movie. I also liked in this movie that when he was a jerk, it was mostly. He had a good reason to be mad, sort of. It wasn't just... I noticed that. You're right. You're right. It wasn't just he was a brat, basically, the entire movie. Like, in the original movie, he can't be happy at all for anyone. He's always out for himself. And, I mean, I guess that's part of the story of him growing as a person and becoming a better friend. But I just... I liked in this one, they made him a little more likable because they didn't... They had his actions have a reason for him to be angry, for instance, or for him to be sad. And he was also not a jerk all the way through. Like when he broke the arm, for instance, he felt bad. It That's wasn't true. just he laughed. Like he it made off. a like he made a joke about it and you know, when he first like saw him, like after a second, but once he realized that he was genuinely hurt, you know, he he actually cared for his friend to a, to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to that extent, I'm really glad that they did that. And I think I liked this one a lot better than the live action one, actually, just for that reason. You actually like it more? A little bit. I can understand the reason in the original film why he's a jerk all the time. It's because you as the audience, it's kind of like we're following the villain to a certain degree. So every second... Greg's putting down Rowley with his beliefs, with his likes and dislikes, and he's enforcing almost everything upon him. 
And that's not to say it's not happening in this movie, but... To a lesser degree, though. They really made it... If you remember, though, back in the movie, like, when Rowley told him, like, maybe you are a bad friend, that did... It's not like it still wasn't present there. Like, that hurt my feelings back when Rowley said that in the first movie, you know? Are you talking about the original live-action one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, the reason it's done in this one, it's not as done as well them like losing their friendship, in my opinion, because you don't see them. You don't see Greg constantly putting down Rowley. It's there a little bit, but it's not as much as the live action one. So when you're no, constantly no, yeah, you're seeing right. so when you're constantly seeing Rowley get put down by Greg when the broken arm situation happens and then finally the safety patrol fiasco happens then you start to realize, oh, Greg is a terrible friend and person. And I'm that's when you're sympathizing in... with Rowley. I'm glad they didn't throw in safety patrol. I totally forgot that part. It really only stands to make Greg even worse. Is safety but... patrol like even a thing nowadays? Like they had iPhones in the movie. So were they yeah, just updating weird. that That was part? very jarring to see. Uh, safety patrol, I, I've seen it in real life. But they didn't have it in the movie, the animated one. Well, I mean, we had them back in like elementary school. I just, I don't remember them once I got to middle school. Well, that's the whole point was that Rowley was in the safety patrol for the elementary school kids. But yes, they certainly made Greg, he's certainly super selfish the whole time. But I feel they give more of a real concrete, like, you can understand why he feels the way he does. He's a middle school kid, and you can understand his actions. Like, he's not just being malicious. He'd rather things kind of be just normal. Mm-hmm. And Rowley kind of goes against that. So you can see where the conflict is really coming from, but I'm glad they cut out the parts that really made him look like being a jerk just for little reasons not it's more the big stuff that he's getting in trouble for yeah and i i also liked a little bit more how the mom played a role the mom in the live action ones she was there for little bits and pieces like she was in the first movie and in the second movie there was like little parts in there she was there kind of mentoring greg and you know saying you should do this son and i just like that they did this in this movie where she was not being um, crazy like she is in the books, because in the books she's absolutely a nut job. Yeah. But I like this one. She gives good reasons. She gives good reasons not to go down the road. She kind of, like, thinks... Like, they, they play it off as a joke, but she wants her kids to be safe. She actually has good advice for Greg. Like, when they went down the road, there was obviously a reason that he was not considering for him not to go down that road. Yeah, I just, I like that her character was more of a normal parent than just someone who constantly is sheltering the baby or like in the books where she's just really crazy and thinks that everything that Greg does is terrible. Speaking of the baby, can we talk about, can we talk about Manny for a second? (laughs) He was, he was rough in the trailers but holy moly, he's almost scary in this film. Like they make him, they make him kind of likable, like during the trick or treating part. 
but he just looks so off. It's, I didn't mind it. You didn't mind it? He's like the no. only, he's the only character that looks like that. It just so was not meant to be put in the 3D plane like that. <laughs> I didn't mind it. The animation took a minute to get used to, but once you did, I thought it was fine. It took me five minutes, and then I was like, eh, yeah. I'm just not super thrilled, though, with the general feel of the animation. You didn't like the animation? It felt very, very basic. Like it, I felt like it would be something I'd see in a Disney TV show. Like I thought it was fine for Disney Plus. I thought it was better than a lot of the Netflix animated stuff. Well, it didn't... that's Netflix. Disney has the. Bi- it looks certainly better than that. Disney definitely has a bigger budget to make stuff like this. I just, I thought it looked more grounded. It wasn't like how I thought the animation was going to play out was, you know, their limbs were going to be very flailing about and it was going to be very cartoony where like a, like a peanuts special or something. I don't know. Well, like, okay. So, you know, olive oil from Popeye. Oh yeah. Like that's what I kind of expected them to all kind of animate. Like where it was just like their arms and legs are just going to be flailing about and it's going to be really animated. I just, I liked how it was, uh, it was normalized more and I just, I thought the animation was fine. I just, it, it felt very safe is all. And the care, everything just felt a little too normal. There's nothing memorable about it is my big issue. I will say that the music, there's no memorable music. There's no memorable, like hit you hard moment. Like in the original. Yeah. It was just kind of, I mean, it was good. It just, it was, it was very boring, very forgettable to watch. I hate to say it. There's it was nothing boring to, to watch. There's nothing to see. I mean, they didn't play around with anything. It was straight to the point, twenty four seven. When it's, I'm just so used to seeing. Okay, you have to watch Captain Underpants now, right? You have to see how much better of a movie that one is. They do all this fun stuff. There's cool gags. There's so much. F- that movie is just pure fun. This, it being from a very similar background of like children's picture books, basically little comic diary books. If I can't help but compare it to it, and I think you need to watch it, Zeth. I I've will. I'll, it I'll get to it once it's, we do those swap reviews. I I kind of liked the beginning where it was done in that drawing style. I kind I of agree. wish they would have kept with that. I like the whole beginning, actually. Like, that's probably one of the better parts of the movies. They're all sitting at the table together. It's a very nice introduction. And I like how it translates from the book. That's what I was saying. Like, I like that drawing part in the beginning when it's all done on the notebook and stuff. I I wish the movie was like that, the whole movie. Nah, I can't say the same for that. You know that 2D movies just don't fly anymore. Maybe it does on Disney Plus, actually. That might be where the medium kind of takes off again, but... Yeah. Well, what do you think about the sequel? Did you know they're making a sequel already? I had no idea. Yeah, they... How do they they already know that? They didn't even know if it would be a flop or not. Well, well, it's probably just one of those properties that they have a lot of faith in, and these movies probably don't cost Disney a whole lot of money to make. So just keep pumping them out and more subscribers for Disney plus. But 
the author Jeff Kinney had a live stream, I think. And he, when he announced like, I think the new wimpy kid book or something like that, he said, it, uh, that Roderick rules is coming out next year in 2022. Uh, that one might be better. Things happen to, <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate them trying to make it. But there's just so many moments, though, that they're going to have to compete with from even the live-action one. I don't remember if it's Roderick Rules or the first one, but I still crack up every single time I hear um, Roderick's voice actor when Rowley grabs his leg and he says, Let go, baby hippo. It it cracks me up every time. And you know there's going to be just very tame jokes. I will say they they do trim a lot of the uh, the more inappropriate jokes i would say i, I mean they're not they're not in the inappropriate they're not inappropriate because you know the live action ones are on disney plus but there's the moments when like roderick's got the the pinup magazine mm-hmm. and they cut that out yeah they cut that out completely um one thing i noticed was when greg was drawing the comic strips and there's the one where he's where he says uh oh no i stepped in a puddle oh it's a puddle of acid I remember specifically in the book that the guy holds out his leg and it's just a bone sticking out. That's totally cut. It's just his face the whole time. You know, I can't remember. Uh, In this one, I like it how it's handled because I recently watched the live action ones and in the live action ones, it was Rowley all himself that came up with Zooey Mama. I don't remember but what in, happened in the book. In yeah. this one, Greg comes up with it, and Rowley kind of takes that idea and just runs with it. I appreciated that. I was yeah, like, I, I like that. actually a point of conflict. You can sort of see where he's coming from. Yeah, and also, like in the book where he won, Greg won at first, but everyone kept censoring his comics with, you know, math problems and stuff. So right. and there's a good that reason that movie, he would be though. mad that someone else got the job or he quit i mean but it'd be he'd be mad if someone took his idea and then it didn't even get censored like his own idea right. did. i don't think that happened in the live action movie no i actually thought that was a good point of greg not necessarily being a jerk for no reason and just flaunting it i think it it was a good point to make that he he was actually treated unfairly at that circumstance so that kind of helps his case. I That's the one thing I did like about the movie was they handled Greg a lot better. Because obviously he's just to be a jerk, but they went a little overboard in the, in the book and the comics, I feel. Or in the live action. Eh, I just, I hope that he grows as a person like in the live action adaptations. Because the reason I fell hard off the books is because when you get older and you're reading these books, they're not that funny anymore. Once you realize some of the stuff that Greg pulls, no, you know, it, they really aren't like I, you read them for fun as a kid, but after the first time, there was something about them that made them enjoyable to read, but they were never truly <laughs> super funny. Yeah. I kind of stopped collecting after book nine because I just, I couldn't stand Greg as a character. I like everything else about him. I thought everything else was funny, but Greg in the books is a terrible person and he never grows. If something happens in one book, like in the first one, how him and Rowley fight all the time, the next book, almost the exact same thing happens where they start fighting and they never learn. That's why I like the live action ones because 
in the first one, it's all about him and Rowley and their relationship. He doesn't make the same mistake in the next movie, but it's about his relationship with his brother. After that movie, he's friends with his brother. You know what I mean? It's like a continuous flow where it, it evolves into the next movie as well as Greg growing as a person. True, but we don't really have that perspective too much what they're going to do in the future, you know? Yeah, who knows? I mean, they might just do the same thing as the books, but I hope they don't. So for you, what would they have to do in the sequel or for, say, they do the next movie and then they make a series? What would they have to do for you to really like it? Yeah, I just wish they'd take more advantage of it being a cartoon. Like, I liked when Greg threw the football at Rowley and it looked like he was 20 feet in the air. That was funny. I liked when... Oh, what am I... I'm forgetting part of it, but... Stuff like that. Stuff that actually makes it worth being a cartoon. Okay. I, I, I appreciate what they're doing with it, but it's not... Like, the live-action one, I think has even more special effects or whatever. I know it's not a super high-budget movie. It does not look or sound like one. Especially sounds like one. The voices just don't match up to me. There's one part in particular when the mom is waving him off or whatever in the beginning, and I could tell that she probably recorded that like during COVID or something in her closet. It just sounded so off from the rest of the... We were worried sick about you two. Where were you boys? Yeah, it just sounded like way less audio quality than you would have anticipated. And I just feel like the voices never quite matched up to me throughout the whole movie. Some some people definitely better than others. I hope that they kind of step up the budget a little bit on the next one and do some things that they can only do through animation. Like when they crash the when they crash the truck in the woods, it didn't really feel it, it it meant nothing to me, but they could have done a little more. The closest thing they got to being a little zany was if they were throwing food at Greg or something, it would splash on the screen, but even that's kind of lame. Okay, so you just want it to be a little more animated and take advantage of the cartoon environment. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that makes Or else sense. there's no real point for it to be anima- animated like that. So, final verdict... I'd give it a, uh, it's still just a meh to me. I like what they did with Greg, but in general, everything felt flat. There was no real memorable anything. It felt just very subpar to me. Yeah. If, I, if the way I see it, if I'm comparing it to the long haul, it's 10 times better than that. But if I'm comparing it to the original or just as a normal kid's flick, yeah, it's it's pretty meh, I guess, yeah. I could see a kid liking it, but kids like anything. I, I look back at the stuff I used to watch as a kid, and I kind of shudder. Oh, gosh. We should have a topic on that someday. Definitely. Well, I think that about wraps that part up. In the meantime, have a good rest of your night. Leave a like, comment if you want, and let us know if you want to talk about anything. Also, you can look at the description and follow our Instagram if you want. Have a good rest of your night. See you guys.